0: giants <laughs> rise <laughs> above
1: damn that was beautiful <laughs> thank you <laughs> just like the giants uh, postseason okay you know what that was not beautiful that was Ooh,
0: yes
1: ladies and gentlemen two
0: fighters enter one fighter leaves the What is up everybody? What is up our 60 listeners? We are back for another episode of Garage Match. And Woo! Sammy here is coming off a little bit of a high coming from the weekend. Sammy, you want to talk about it?
1: Oh, I definitely do and I'm probably just uh on a high horse right now because I've had a couple of Chardonnay's tonight. Uh lovely victory this weekend. When you win a <laughs> when you win a three-game parlay, Juju, you definitely need to celebrate on that. Considering How much money did you win, Sammy? Uh, I won 100 bucks.
0: That's not bad. Hey, parlay that into a couple of jerseys, and you got yourself a nice little
1: weekend. Exactly. So my three-game parlay this weekend was I took the Las Vegas Raiders over the Chargers, which uh, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for uh, turning that play over. Uh, he definitely saved me some money, and without him, I could not have uh, made this gambling prediction. I think gambling's a sin. But anyway, continue. I want to thank you. <laughs> <laughs> second second of all, I want to thank the Atlanta Falcons for finally delivering a W against the Denver Broncos. And thirdly, my upset I actually took, I thought it was a solid pick, was the Buffalo Bills to beat the Seattle Seahawks.
0: Honestly, I don't think the Buffalo prediction was really that bold. I'll be honest with you. I, I, like I could have seen that coming.
1: I don't know. Everyone was predicting russell wilson on this mvp run and i mean the bills are good don't get me wrong they are actually playing very very they're number one in the division but i definitely oh, thought
0: it, seattle would i think just because like buffalo while it has josh allen it's not just josh allen right the coaching and the coaching in buffalo is absolutely fantastic and outside of russell and i get like it's it's debatable whether or not uh He needs DK and Lockett as much as they need him. But outside of their receiving core and how good Russell Wilson is as a player, I don't – I could see Buffalo coming is all I'll say. But congratulations, man. Congratulations. Um – And it's funny that you mentioned that because I am coming off this weekend on a little bit of a high as well. The New York Giants are Uh. now tied with the Cowboys for second place. We are only a few games behind the Philadelphia Eagles. And fun fact, Sammy, at a record of 2-7, and we are not out of the playoff race yet in the NFC East. And I am so ready to see my boy Danny Dimes in the playoffs. More like Danny Um, Dixx.
1: This is such a 2020 move. This division is—if—if if you had to describe 2020, a—a a NFL division, it's your division. No, it's not. <laughs> it's such. It is such. Oh my gosh! It is horrid. Um,
0: ba- basically, the—the—the the, uh, the NFC East has shared the same rate of injury as the country has with share of COVID cases. So, like, it's been a really rough 2020 for the NFC East. Well, well, it's funny because we still have
1: our bet happening on who's going to throw the first interception between Danny Dick, sorry, Danny Dimes, (laughs) and no other than Las Vegas Raiders boy Derek Carr. I was shocked. I was like, I'm not going to lie, the whole time I was thinking more about our bet than that three-game parlay I had with, like, You know, I'm like Derek, please do not throw do not throw an interception.
0: (laughs) Not 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 definitely not to the Chargers, uh not not to the Chargers defense. And one of the benefits that you have about Derek Carr is that he has a scheme around him that knows how to use the pieces that they have. Like outside of Ruggs and Agalor, everything about the Raiders is very explosive over a check down sort of distance, right? So it's hard for Derek Carr to throw a pick, especially behind, you know, it's not a bad offensive line. So you know what? I'll I'll, I'll give you that. The odds don't look great for me, but Danny Dimes is looking to lead us into the playoffs, and... I don't think Derek Carr is going to win against the Broncos next week. Um, but Derek Carr, this goes- please, Derek, you got you got to bet with me against the the Flying Hawaiian.
1: I needed to win one more game. I remember our text this whole weekend. You're you're like, Sammy, what are you talking about? I'm like, remember our bet with Derek Carr winning more than you're like, no, I don't remember that. And you're like, oh wait, no, I'm deleting it. I'm I'm deleting the podcast. I'm deleting the episode. I didn't say that. Oh, you hear? Hey, America, you hear that voice? I didn't say that. I didn't didn't say. Oh yeah, just like you didn't say, you know, your Los Angeles, your California Angels can beat my Rookie of the Year, Chicago Cubs. No way, with Henry Rowan Gardner on the mound and Chet Steadman, the Rocket. There's no way your boy Ray Mitchell and Danny Hammerling, the utility infielder, are going to hit off of the 13-year-old, 100-mile-per-hour Henry
0: Rowan Gardner. You know what, Sammy? Um, You have yourself a mother undercard. Let's go. I love that you bring up the pitching of your Chicago Cubs. For those of you that don't know, by the way, backstory. Sammy and I have had a lot of rivalries on this podcast and a lot of really, really uh, um, spirited arguments. But one that has always, 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 always stood in the wings almost, even like amidst our friendship over the course of however many years, has been Angels in the Outfield versus uh, Rookie of the Year. I don't respect Rookie of the Year. I think uh, Henry Rowan Gartner is another celebrity appearance mm-hmm. away from being uh, from peaking in high school <laughs> and... It's funny that you bring up his pitching strength because that is the entire basis of the movie Rookie of the Year, that this twelve year old, after like some freak medical incident, can suddenly pitch over a hundred miles per hour. That's cute and all. Um, uh, <laughs> I think he even only he only registers a hundred on the radar gun. Now hundred and three.
1: hundred and three.
0: Ooh. If you have if you have a twelve year old pitching at a hundred and three, you know That kid's God. <laughs> Arm strength is fine, but as pitching and the NFL have proven, arm strength isn't everything. You want to know how I can guarantee an on-base percentage? A 12-year-old slinging 100-mile-per-hour fastballs with no technique whatsoever. Sure, he might, like, send Mel Clark into the afterlife a little sooner with some of those hits, but I'm going to get an on-base percentage of, like, 86 or something like that. It's going to be ridiculous with how often this man is going to walk and uh, hit my players. Um, And what you're failing to mention, by the way, Sammy, if we're talking about a series between my Anaheim Angels from Angels in the Outfield and your Rookie of the Year Chicago Cubs, we literally had an undercard a couple of episodes ago about divine intervention. I don't need to look at stats because I have literal angels helping my team. Not in
1: the World Series. Remember Al? Al said championships have to be one on their
0: own. You ain't no, got no. no. Yes. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yes, no. Yes, Playoffs yes, have to be one yeah. on their own. Playoffs have to be one on their own. Oh, this is just God. This is a random series, oh, is it not? America. It's an exhibition series, is it not? And oh, and mm. we never said that that was like a hard and fast like law and paper rule. It just so happens that Doc Brown, aka Big Al, just has some weird uh, morality thing. Not uh, and 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 listen. When Mel Clark dies, he is already halfway to becoming an angel himself. And do you not think that an angel that sees the possibility of angels helping a baseball team would not go out there and help his family? We have the aid of at least one angel in every single one of our games going forward. And not to mention the child that my uh, uh, child-based comedy sports movie is on, my child does not play for the actual team. You are telling me, that a team of professional athletes, backed by Angels, is going to lose to what is essentially the baseball version of Like Mike's L.A. Knights. That's what you're telling me. You know what? That is an insult oh, that, you're,
1: that you're saying that he is the Like Mike. No, Like Mike took their storyline from Rookie of the Year, you
0: bastard. <laughs> that, that, I'm just saying, though. Like like, 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 It's exactly the same premise, except Calvin Cambridge has more talent. I don't not. trust. I do not trust no. your coaching or your manager at no. all. No, I don't trust your. No, I play for keeps, man. I play for keeps. You don't trust Danny no, Glover. No, I play for keeps. <laughs> you don't trust Danny no, Glover, I, George Knox, as our manager. George. Uh,
1: I mean, considering what's been happening to him, swearing in that locker room, and just oh my god you mean to tell me that we swear in sports no you can you can that was that was a bad take no my take is (laughs) you mean to tell me that okay after mel clark that your next pitcher what's his name wet bass what what did the stat line say that he you know flosses his catcher's teeth in the dugout is that is that the is that the right line i've read yeah so what he cares about his hygiene No, no. Not only does he—I don't think he cares about—he cares about his catcher's hygiene. He flosses his catcher's teeth in the dugout.
0: Yeah, that's because they—they they have good communication. They're bonded. Also, oh God. it's Neil McDonough. I've never have wanted to smack you in the face more than have you polite. seen. Have you seen how Neil McDonough is built? He's built like peak Cece. He's built like peak Roger Clemens. And you're telling me that like he backs up Mel Clark. This is a great. This is a physically amazing amazing relief pitcher that we have not to mention that he's going to be aided by the shade of mel clark from beyond the grave like if you're talking about 103 uh uh, uh, miles per hour pitching on on a speed gun do you know how fast an angel aided pitch can be it breaks through a glove sammy what what, no. what what are we talking about here? No. Not to mention, um, no. Ben you Williams can, is one of the best and tallest outfielders in the game. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no, uh, 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 uh ain't no spectator stealing uh, any uh. sort of uh, catches from him. Have you seen Matthew McConaughey lately? He's all limbs.
1: Yeah, Everything. I see. I saw My him run into a his bunch own of teammate freaks. in the outfield.
0: So what and, and 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 not to mention this is before the angels by the way and they believed that they could win the only thing getting in their way was attitude and the reason why they won that pennant is because of their fixed attitude with the angels and then now you have that winning attitude partnered with the angels helping them there's no way a team that puts all of its eggs in one Child-sized, twelve-year-old basket is going to beat an actual professional baseball team.
1: Uh, considering that that little boy struck out one of the greatest home run hitters, Barry Bonds, alone is amazing. I'm pretty sure. Do, did Mel Clark strike out Barry Bonds?
0: Okay, Sammy. First of all, I want you to bring up uh, Barry Bonds' uh, 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 batting percentage. Okay. Bring up his batting average. Bring up his batting average. If he's gunning for home runs, what was it? Babe Ruth's batting average was ass. I, like, what are we talking about here?
1: Oh, don't be bringing up Babe Ruth like that. That man was pitching, like, 18 innings a night.
0: That's disgusting. Also, also, I want I want to bring up the morality that Sammy brings up right now. He's willing to throw a child out with like a half-formed. Oh, okay. Now you're getting. Now you're just innings. getting political. <laughs> for eighteen innings, I, if we're talking about like in the modern era of sports, uh, football players getting CTE. What uh, what about what about a child getting his arms like cut off? Having his arms fall off. Uh, We, you you know
1: what? I've read conspiracies that there is something passed around in your locker room in California. Like what? Uh, That we have angels? No.
0: Yeah, whoop-de-do.
1: I don't. The angel. No. The fact that you needed angels from heaven above to win these games shows that your team doesn't have one thing. It's called talent.
0: Uh we oh. do have talent because without the angels uh. we still won the pennant mm. with a half dead pitcher m- mind you with a, with a half dead pitcher now with not know P- how he made it out man. I... built pitcher with angels help sammy, sammy 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 remember our whole like conversation about divine intervention in sports unfortunately imagine that being a non zero uh, 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 percentage of that happening, inning after inning after inning after inning after inning. You're kidding me, right?
1: You're kidding me. Okay, I'm gonna answer that with a question back at you. Okay, is the
0: Pope Catholic? Does the bear crap in the woods? I mean, bears crap in the woods, and the Pope is Catholic. Yeah. Why? What? What are you? Wait, did I just answer did I I just answer
1: something that you wanted to say yes to?
0: Yes. I don't (laughs) know. Okay, well let me rephrase
1: that. Okay, (laughs) let me re ask the question then. Let me re ask the question. Does the Pope sleep in on Sundays?
0: Uh no, because he serves
1: mass at 8 a.m., Sammy. Exactly. Well, whatever is the opposite of the answer you're looking for, that is the (laughs) answer. And with that final answer. Cubs, the 1993 Chicago Cubs in six games against your little California smoke weed and angels.
0: This is nonsensical. Okay. Put, 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 let, let let's, let's see. Let's see this 12 year old, this Henry Rowan Gartner, try to hit an angel aided fastball. He
1: will strike out your boy Ray Mitchell your your or, best or, hitter or,
0: or 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 what about a mel clark from beyond the grave slider that changes directions like 3 effing times what like what, what, sammy i wish we could ask sammy. him but he probably sammy. you
1: know passed away from smoking just like al said
0: i mean he's an angel now that's not what i'm arguing
1: no, uh, like you're... if we're talking
0: sammy sammy nothing nothing morality wise if we're talking about morality of our teams, A, angels are helping mine. Angels oh, ain't God. nowhere no. near the no. Chicago Cubs. No, the angels are out. I'm about to
1: smack you in the face. I'm about to drive to smack you in the face and be, hey, you know, knock, knock. Hey, is the flying Hawaiian here? Hey, <laughs> goodbye, I'm walking out.
0: Wh- wait, wh- why are they- you?
1: You're talking are- about angels. Take the angels off the field. America, you do realize he's trying to add heaven above to win that no you need real talent you cannot have heaven above when okay game. do you think do you think Clayton Kershaw had angels on his side when he beat the Rays no it's uh angels talent. Were, angels angels definitely pushed Mookie Betts up a bit when he stole those home runs p.s. I love you Clayton Kershaw uh, but no still uh, I, I don't even want to talk about Mookie Betts Sammy Sammy, that that Sammy,
0: Sammy, left Sammy, us. Sammy, Sammy 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 listen to me We've already talked about divine intervention being a factor in like high-profile games. If you say divine, right? intervention, Antonio I Holmes, swear to God. David Tyree, you swear to God, that's why the Chicago oh Cubs my aren't goodness. going to have angels on their side. I'm breaking another glass of Chardonnay. <laughs> All right, listeners, um, <laughs> um, sound off whether or not you believe in the Lord and. Uh, Sound off on how crappy the Chicago Cubs are without Chris Bryant. If you replace him with an actual twelve-year-old and no angels. Okay, coming into undercard number two, Sammy here just made a very, very, very ill-advised purchase. <laughs> Sammy, well, I, uh, I, I heard you went to, uh, you, you, you got a so nice little uh, deal there I for uh, the threads you got is- on.
1: Actually, a what is it? I have to read the tag. Sorry, because it's that new. Um, a <laughs> February thirteenth, nineteen eighty-three Julius Irving, Doctor J, All Star jersey, and this is a boo, authentic boo, Mitchell and Ness jersey. Boo, boo, and I, I was holding this jersey, and I was holding another jersey. Boo, you know what jersey that was? That was the boo, uh nineteen ninety one. Magic Johnson All Star jersey. Boo. I had um, to put that away because I was I I don't like the Lakers. Sorry for people that have been listening. All twenty nine of our followers. I I don't like the Lakers. I don't like anything about them. There's I respect him as a player. He was a great, phenomenal, great player. But there's just nothing I
0: I want to do with him. Like I want this on the record, um, just for you know uh, for the Grudge Match archives that Sammy hates. The Lakers so much okay. that he is willing to uh, leave, um, possibly one of the most important All Star jerseys of all time, uh, uh, worn by one of the great, one of the game's uh, great uh, magnanimous figures, one of the game's great icons, uh, in his last season, marred by uh, uh, marred by AIDS at a time when he was being judged. Came back, tear jerking story. Sammy abandoned all that so that he could rep. One of the biggest traders in NBA history. I hate um, you. That also shares a division with his Boston Celtics, and probably denied them a couple of trips to the finals. So I just you know want to put that out there that Sammy hates the Lakers so much that he's willing to put a divisional rival ahead of his most respected opponent, quote unquote.
1: Nah, there's there's nothing I. Well, considering the fact that in eighty three when the Celtics were facing the Philadelphia seventy sixers. In the dusty rafters of the garden, the garden. That's right, I said it, the garden.
0: Yeah, the, the shitty garden where no. there were like poles in front of the bad seats, Anywho. So see.
1: In the, in the dusty rafters, I... they were yelling, "Beat LA, beat LA,
0: beat LA." You know what, Sammy? B-L-A. That's a very creative shout. That's a very creative cheer. You saying. like that? Sorry, we couldn't, re- we
1: couldn't. We th- couldn't afford a real crowd, yeah. and uh, due to um, Sammy, trademarking.
0: Sam, you know, you know, for 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 a. Uh, for a city that is so famous for its, uh, bevy of Ivy League schools, that is a really dumb chant. I'm just, I, I want to go
1: on record here, everyone, that I hate Julian. I, <laughs> I don't know why I decided to do these damn podcasts with you. I really don't. I'm giving up my, it's America. It's like 1130 at night here, um. I hate I hate that yeah, Oh my god. He's giving me a hard time about my 1983 All-Stars Dr.
0: J jersey when he's wearing a Boom. Denver Nuggets jersey right now. At least at least I'm wearing my player's actual jersey, not an All-Star jersey generic ass that looks exactly like the player's home jersey. Like what do you want? It looks exactly like the Red Six. For the record, jersey, Michelle
1: Mayo said this is a pretty jersey when I sent her. It's the a approval. pretty jersey. She said <laughs> that, pre- wear that, that jersey's pretty. I'm
0: like, thank you. She she doesn't like most of the jerseys I buy. You know what, Sammy? I'm going to get you an Alex Caruso jersey just because you said that.
1: I swear to God, if you do, um, I will donate that
0: to Goodwill. Someone else will be in need for it. So you know, this actually brings us into our second undercard, which I think is going to be a lot nicer uh, than we've been to each other so far uh, this episode, because we just get to gush about jerseys for the next few minutes. One of, like, we're big sports fans, Sammy, and I know, and I and like I know for sure, your nickname is Swigman, Sammy. So you identify with this part of myself. One of my favorite parts about seeing a game live, or even repping my team, is just the cool stuff that I get to put on my body. Like jerseys are some of my favorite things about sports, and outside of my hometown teams, I know that I tend to like a team more if their jerseys are dope. Um, so we have, you know, much in the same way as our uh, top fives before or Mount Rushmores before. We're just gonna rattle through um, some of our, uh, I think, what five favorite jerseys of all time. Top um, five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go ahead. We'll we'll go back and forth. me, give me your, give me your fifth.
1: Okay. Well at number five, I'm definitely putting up there the I actually really like the I'm sorry, this is a really tough decision because there's so there's so there's a lot that we want to kinds here. of jerseys. We we
0: we can just run through like we can just do like a, a, a like a lightning round honorable mention when we get to like before we get to number one.
1: Okay. Alright, we well a- in that case I'm definitely gonna throw out there the Kelly Green Boston Celtics jersey. I think the reason I like that one a lot because it's been so original. Like it, it never changed. Yeah. It's always been the same. And I think a cool thing about Jersey, if they stay with the tradition of staying the same, I think that's I think that's very cool. It's it's not my number one, but it is it is I like how it's always
0: been the same. I mean, subtract the city edition, Jersey, whatever. It's always been the same. I think I think I, I'll, I'll agree with you classically. It's just that when the Celtics rebranded when they got the big three, and maybe this might be my anti-big three bias coming into play, but I don't like their jerseys. They took a classic and they made it really stupid over the past like decade and change. For me, I, I still love their classics. I love the Kelly Green with the white, but like the weird Shamrock gold thing that they have going on sometimes, the Boston with the black lettering, it's weird, dude. I don't like it. No,
1: I don't like it at all. And I thought I would like it. I thought I would dig it because I love like the gold. No one's and black. buying those. Dude. No one's um, buying those because it, that's that's like the Boston Bruins thing. Yeah. Like I love uh, that's kind of an. I'll just throw it out there. That's an honorable mention. Boston Bruins, the black and the yellow. Like, that's cool. That's great, no, no, but, Boston Bruins have um, a great jersey. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, from a traditional point of view, I would put um, Celtics at my number five.
0: You know, what? I'll I'll actually go tradition here as well. Um, and I'll do hometown as well. Honestly, I don't think okay. in baseball that there is a jersey as iconic. There's no look as iconic as the pinstripes. Um Yankees pinstripes. Classic, timeless. I'm actually, I'm I'm so glad that they didn't go the Celtics route of trying to update it at all season to season. Yeah. They've done a great job of keeping the classic just the way it is. Um and it's so I think you'll agree, Sammy, no matter how much you hate the New York Yankees, no matter how much heartache and pain that they've given you over your lifetime, and no matter how annoying Yankees fans are, even myself that are a little bit more, you know, relaxed with it, the pinstripes, those Navy pinstripes and that custom, you know, uh, New York NY logo, the most tattooed sports logo in the world is just synonymous with the sport of baseball at this point.
1: Yeah, I um I will say it's in my top five list. I won't say where. 'cause okay. I'll just save that for like a little okay. bit later, but y- you are you are correct. Um it is in my top five. Okay. As much as I don't like them, uh, they are in my top five. That it's such a it's it's a classic look. I could not agree more with you. Okay. Yeah, number four, I'm putting in there the Arizona Diamondbacks from two thousand one. Or from like the yeah from two thousand one when they were facing the New York Yankees is the Arizona Diamondbacks look that purple and black and th- that gold that was such a sick look. I I don't know I fell in love with that look when I first it, they had it for such a little time I was like oh that is a great look you know what I loved it
0: I was actually gonna I was I was gonna make a quip because I couldn't think of another jersey that is as cool as the New York Yankees jersey like there's so many uh, 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 jerseys in baseball that are just generic right it's just mm-hmm. white or the team's other color with a team in some sort of script right or yeah. some sort of like weird font like basketball yeah. I like you get a lot of variation but with that in baseball there aren't a lot of iconic looks like the Yankees but I do love how crazy they went because you you, you know what I mean right baseball is very mm-hmm. like traditional it, it's <clears throat> it's very nostalgic so it's hard to find something that defines uh, a a look and sticks in the mind that much, but that's a good pull. I like that. That's uh, that's underrated. I do it, like It that. is underrated. I I love
1: that look so much. I don't like their looks now. I think their looks are ugly. But during that two thousand time when they were like brand spanking new, I thought it was oh, God, I, it was it was freaking beautiful. <laughs> I do
0: I do like the, the 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 spring of retro throwbacks that have been like going on. I do have a couple of retros uh in my top five and in my honorable mentions as well. Um, yeah. but uh I don't think you're going to have yours? a soccer jersey on here, so I'm gonna do it for you. Do you follow no, the I World Cup at all? A, I will
1: not have a I will not have a soccer jersey. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but no, I, you are absolutely right. I will not have a soccer jersey on here.
0: My favorite by far, and this is another like kind of homework pick because I love Lionel Messi, Argentina's World Cup jerseys are so cool. They are everything that I hate out of uh UNC. I hate UNC. I hate UNC. I hate UNC. I don't like (laughs) Rams or goats or anything else. I hate UNC. I hate UNC so much. Um, (laughs) Part of my vehemence for the LeBron James Michael Jordan thing is because of how much I hate UNC. So it makes me so mad to say that I kind of like their jerseys. And it it makes me so mad, Sammy. But the way that I can allow myself oh, to enjoy that color combo is through the Argentina World Cup home kit. That like light blue, that Carolina blue and white striping. Oh. Uh, well, it, wow. it sounds like you. It sounds like you want to make love to it. No, it's a cool jersey, Sammy. I kind of do like the way that you feel <laughs> about your weird Kyrie Irving fetish. Your Kyrie Irving Celtics jersey fetish. Oh thing. God!
1: Don't even bring that up. Ugh. Um. Oh, <laughs> um, that—that's horrible. That—that was—that was a smack to the face, right there. Well, let me it. ask you: is is Duke is Duke on your list? Duke will not make my list. Oh, it makes my honorable mentions, but it does not make my it list. Make... Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. It well, does I'll already list. say it at, at number three. It's um, it's the New York Yankees. New Woo-hoo! York Yankees will be at number three on my list for sure. I think you are going to be very
0: shocked at my number one. You're gonna be so shocked. Can, can 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 you give me a hint so I can like try to guess it because like I think <clears throat> there there are some uh jerseys that are like nostalgically iconic, like the Yankees, and there are some that are just like batshit out of nowhere. Like like the Toronto Raptors with a Raptor. That's gonna make my honorable mentions, by the way. Um
1: You're you're I, I guarantee you you will you will not get it. Okay I will just say this multiple multiple titles. That's on
0: that's my only hint. Multiple titles. Hmm. Multiple titles. Okay. Okay. So, uh for my third um pick. I need to go to my Brooklyn Nets. Um What year? Two years ago, when we finally came back into relevance, when Nike bought the rights to jersey distribution and the New and, and the New Jersey Nets, then now the Brooklyn Nets released their Kooji print jerseys. Oh my goodness! So, Sammy, you're familiar with the uh, with the regular um, Brooklyn Nets jerseys, right? The black and white sort of look like Spurs ish yeah. kind of. Yep. Sammy, you'll agree with this: the Nets are a forgotten team. Like, oh, even as as disrespected as the Mets are, they have that underdog mentality that like really uh, attracts people to them. Same thing with the Jets, but in the arena of New York tri-state area sports. The New Jersey Nets, now the Brooklyn Nets, and the New Jersey Devils are always, 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 always forgotten, no matter how good they are. But in Nike's first, very first year um, with the NBA, with their jersey contract, they uh, had this new thing called City Editions, right? Um, a couple of City Editions will make my honorable mentions, uh, but what they did with New Jersey, they took are black jerseys, and instead of the white trim on the collar, sleeves, and sides, they made it this uh, rainbow Coogee print. So it was trimmed by like an almost rainbow camo. Cougie, um is a famous sweater brand that was repped by Biggie. And Biggie baby, is baby. Brooklyn personified. And the fact that they went all the way back to that, there was so much generic crap that Adidas pulled. They're they like, "This is the this mimics the the wires on the Brooklyn Bridge and other bullshit like that." And in their first year, <laughs> Nike knocked it out of the park. Like they they took Brooklyn back to being Brooklyn. They made the Nets cool again, and that was a year that made the Nets a respected, if underrated, team in the NBA. That was D'Angelo Russell, Ice in My Veins, resurrecting his career. 40, OT, Magic, three. That is the uh, Joe Harris three-point year. That is the uh, Spencer Dinwiddie PlayStation Skills Contest year. That is the Rainbow Shooting Sleeve year. Ice in My Veins, Sammy. Brooklyn Nets, they will always be remembered for those Kooji prints. They'll be classics, mark my words. Oh, amen,
1: amen. Oh, you praising, you praising. Mm. Oh, i'm not
0: i'm i'm oh humble mm. Mm. be humble mm. like and, and no keep, i do I, keep in mind like the the 2000 the 2000s nets like that's how i grew up with the nets we had some ugly ass jerseys they were brutal um so i'm happy to like you know wrap a cool one finally
1: yeah no I I, I I like your take on that no those jerseys are definitely you know good and de- The looks of your jersey or logo is like half the battle for getting new fans, in all honesty.
0: Yeah, man. All the hipsters
1: liked us after that moment. I'm telling you now. Yeah. Yeah. And with that being said, with the hipsters, at number two, I am taking the Allen Iverson years of the Philadelphia 76ers at my number two spot. Really? Okay. Show your work. Explain why. It screams the 2000s. Like- that uniform, and that was my second. Okay. Go that on. look, that uniform, when he came in, it looked like it fit him. It looked like the 2000s. It was screaming the 2000s. It was something different from the traditional 76ers, the clean look. It definitely was popped with the black and the star. Like, it was so different.
0: Now, here's here's my thing. I think that this jersey became less cool, the less cool Reebok became. Like like there's a reason for me that the Sixers went back to like the blue and white and red. Um and I actually like uh there there's there's like a cream like an off-white jersey that they have now that it actually rank above that. And I what? think if not for Allen Iverson, those jerseys wouldn't be cool at all.
1: Uh I mean, I've I understand your take on that.
0: What but, uh, you said, the black ones, right?
1: Yeah, the black ones.
0: See, the, the black,
1: the black, I love the black. It's so different. It definitely seemed like the 76ers organization was trying to be so different. I I understand. I can agree with you on it. That yeah, Allen Iverson changed it. Like he made it look cool because he got the, the like the extra large jersey, yeah, the, you know, baggy pants. But but still like that it still looks cool people are still
0: wrapping those jerseys to this day so for me though i think that the cooler version of that jersey is like the teal blue ones and eh, i don't like the teal those ones. those are dope like the those I are like the dope black. my guy really i i dig the black oh, black sh- is sick i, I like for, the black actually is my least favorite of those three colorways of that chance. oh my god, it would be. I don't like, How do
1: I not know you're trying to stir the pot
0: here. I'm really not, I'm really not, G- genuinely, I'm not. Um, uh, my number two pick, and this is really, really tough. Um, I <sighs> Sam, I'm really gonna sound like a homer with this pick. I really, really, oh god. really, 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 you already <laughs> sound like that with your mm-hmm. net take. <laughs> I really like um, the classic white with red and blue trim Giants jerseys. New York Giants. Look them oh up, up. Look them and up. Give me, give me three uh, reasons why I shouldn't hop off this podcast right now and call it a night. Because, because, okay. <laughs> tell me what you think are iconic-looking NFL jerseys. Green Bay Packers. Okay
1: the Chicago Bears. Okay. And the Dallas Cowboys. So, I'll tell you why those suck. <laughs> <laughs> America, please. The I I would tell you to turn off the podcast right um, now, but we need the listeners. Uh uh, uh,
0: uh uh um the Green Bay Packers are fine, but if you're not wearing if you're wearing like a Favre or an Aaron Rodgers, it's kind of hackneyed. Like you, you want to wear, you want to rock like a Reggie White, rest in I'd, peace, I'd, baby. I'd i i want to rock like a Greg Jennings or like 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 a, uh, um Reggie I, White,
1: I love you, I miss dude, you.
0: Dude, I, I I I'd rock a Reggie White. If you're not wear, if you're not rocking like an Erlacher, I wouldn't rock a Chicago Bears. Uh, I would rock a Jay Cutler. Oh God! Actually, this actually this this, this is gonna make my honorable mentions as well. There's. One specific player's Browns jersey that makes my honorable mentions, and that is <laughs> a Johnny Manziel rookie year Browns Ugh. jersey that I found that I found for a dollar ninety nine at the Reebok outlet. Please tell me you bought it. It was the ultimate party shirt. I loved it so much. I I wore it into the ground, dude. Um, but so the reason why for me the New York Giants. Uh, classic white with red and blue trim is the best football jersey of all time is because it promotes it it, it, it fits with what the nfl calls classic a um it's you know it's patriotic it's stars and stripes it is a classic design it has been worn from everyone from eli manning to lawrence Uh. taylor and back
1: Oh, my God. Oh. Um, I never to be... want to strangle
0: you more in my entire life in one episode. <laughs> Plus, it's just flashy enough. I, will, I think you'll agree with me on this. A lot of the reason why NFL jerseys aren't worn outside of games for me, the reason why I don't wear them outside of games, is because they're a little bit boring. They're a little bit boring. But that pop of blue, that pop of blue in the interior... Um, side of the numbers
1: uh chef's kiss mm, uh yeah well you can, you can keep on kissing something and it ain't the Mwah. chef uh no n- i would definitely Mwah. throw in my honorable mentions the creamsicle jerseys from tampa bay i love those jerseys okay those shut great. up you no, can't no you can't I, no I, the creamsicles I love the Cream I love the
0: jerseys. People hate Fan. Those, are, those are good. Fans and listeners, by the way, Sammy uh, uh, wants to buy those new Orlando Magic orange jerseys. Those are nice. I like them. Those are so those... stupid. They are no, so are stupid.
1: America, please remember that he got kicked out of the state of Florida. So.
0: They are so stupid. I left of my own accord. Thank you very much. Yeah, no. Um, that's uh,
1: that's not what the that's not what the cop said. We don't talk about that, Sally. We don't talk about that, same, we don't talk about that same Um, um uh, what else is my honorable mentions? Um, I like the Toronto Raptors jerseys after the the Raptor jersey part. Like the the purple on the front, the black on the back. No. I love
0: those. No, no, I no, love no. Those. It's it's pinstripe raptors, uh uh Drake North jerseys. Um, no. oh, dude, there was, there was this one like a few years ago when they, when they wore royal blues that said Huskies. That was dope. I remember those, those. ones are, those sick. are nice. Um,
1: um, I I'll throw, I'll throw a shout out to the San Antonio Spurs
0: jerseys. No, um, I love the black and sil- black, white, silver. No, can't go wrong. Sammy, you can't talk to me anymore. You're, you, you like metallic on your jerseys. I'm I'm going to make you mad with my honorable mentions. Then I love myself. Those, um, Baby blue Sacramento Kings jerseys. Oh, God. Oh. Um, I love the uh, bright gold Wizards jerseys. <sighs> those ones are sick. I'm going to. Um, oh. I Okay, here's another one for you. This is a deep cut. Shout-outs to uh, Natalie Krivacucha. Um, oh. Vancouver Canucks. No. Oh Dude, God. those are sick. No. Those are sick. Are you kidding me? No. With the Orca? uh what no dude yes no yes wait okay what what don't you like about the about the canucks
1: what's there to even like about them
0: okay okay here here's another one for you the grizzlies throwbacks like the, okay those the are, those are pretty nice yep those are pretty those are nice. cool yeah um, are cool and then i want to shout out to the uh uh, another Nets jersey, the Stars uh, and Stripes, yeah, I'm the Homer. Afro Doctor J Homer he's Sammy a, Sammy he's a Sammy, Homer. Homer Sammy Sammy. Those are some of the most iconic NBA jerseys of all time. You need to acknowledge that. Um, and that's while we're on the my, Brooklyn, that's Nets, what my I really love. That's what that's not what my '83 All Star jersey says, right? I want, to, <laughs> I want to, I, I I want to highlight too. Um, the Nets are the only team in NBA history to oh, rock okay. tie dye. Uh yeah, and we are Uh, bringing that look back, baby. Yeah,
1: I I like the Miami. I like the Miami Heat jerseys. Their city editions are pretty cool. The vices are sick. The vices are are sick. sick. Okay, but okay. Enough with the the honorable mentions. Here's my number one. This is probably going to make you leave the room. You are not going to consider this, but it's been considered on ESPN, Fox Sports, Colin Coward. They have considered this. You ready? <laughs> Tiger Woods Sunday Red. Boom. What? That is the greatest thing to happen since the Sopranos. It is such an I it is such an iconic look. It is such an iconic look. Nobody can pull off that look. When you think of when people are playing golf, they're thinking of Oh, I want to wear a red t-shirt like Tiger Woods. I want to wear a, you know, a Nike hat like Tiger Woods. It's
0: not a uniform. Yes, it's it not is. a jersey. The fact though. that
1: he wears it every
0: Sunday when he makes it to Sunday. No, oh my god.
1: Someone's a hater. Someone is a hater. Tiger Woods, no. I love you. I got 20 bucks on you winning this week.
0: I love Okay, listen. I love it, Tiger Woods. It, it is Woods. it is considered the fact that he wears it every Sunday. But case in point like I could, like I could respond to that by saying, any white shirt Roger Federer had was a jersey. No, it, it it is
1: considered. No, it is a great. No, it is the number one look. It is the greatest. It is the greatest uniform someone could be wearing.
0: You're just mad because you tried to put in like a child against an angel led sports. No, team. you're just mad that I proved you wrong. Sammy, you're just jealous because I thought of Gladiator being a sports movie before you did. So you're coming in with your own weird hot takes. No, now. Tiger but Hey, polo every, I'm, shirt. I
1: guarantee you. You know what? We'll even put. I'll even put that on the side note. If people consider Tiger Woods Sunday red. A uniform. Now, What's your number one? What is your number one flying
0: Hawaiian? My number one is also an iconic red look. Not as iconic as Tiger Woods. My number one is the eighties Chicago Bulls Alt. In cursive. We're talk yeah, we're talking about Michael Jordan with the gold chain at the dunk contest.
1: We're talking uh... about
0: sixty three on the Celtics. We're talking about Jordan with hair. Part of the lore behind a jersey is how obscure it is. Like Golden State Warriors jerseys are cool, but the city ones or like even the the, the we believe Warriors now, the fact that they're yeah. bringing those back, like th- like those are jerseys that people are like, oh, that's a deep cut. I like that. like like th- like this one that I have on yeah. right now. like th- those yeah. these jerseys are forgotten. And I think that the Chicago, the rookie Michael Jordan Chicagos, the ones with all of his iconic sneakers too, like you're forgetting, like outside of like the 11s, I guess, uh, Michael Jordan's sneaker peak was at the very, very beginning with the 1s, 2s, 3s, 4s, 5s. We're rattling off like a set of hits here. And that was all under the thread of that Chicago script, man. Well, we won't even say thread because it's print-on,
1: like – the all star yeah. jersey I'm wearing right now. See, that's that's the I'm wanting. That's my next mission. I want a Michael Jordan jersey, but they're always selling out of like the ninety seven, ninety eight authentic ones. So, so you would think that jersey is cooler because I I actually need some advice on this now, people. While you're listening, you think it would be cooler if I got a Michael Jordan rookie jersey?
0: Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Like uh, it, I, I think about the I think about the rookie jersey the same way that I think about the forty five because no one thinks about the forty five. Everyone's like, yeah. like you, you can you can get a Michael Jordan twenty three pinstripe or a Michael Jordan twenty three just red with bulls in the arc anywhere on the street for like five bucks, and no yeah, one mm, and and, but... and no one no one will give a damn. But that Chicago script, not everyone knows about it, and for whatever reason, the way that it maybe the size of the font too makes the jersey seem kind of bare? Yeah. And it's and like that gives it a more retro sort of look. It really does. Like I I say get that. Like you 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 told me earlier in this segment that you really really love the jerseys that people don't necessarily tend to look at. That's
1: true. That is very true.
0: So like for me, if I were thinking that and I wanted a Michael Jordan jersey, I would want the one that no one thinks about. Like I think little things like that, little changes like that that aren't going to be appreciated by, you know, the layman's fan. Like, you know how, like, when people collect rare coins and rare stamps, they look for the ones with errors or, like, the ones that are, like, kind of weird looking? Yeah. Because they can tell that that's, like, a factory print error. Yeah. Like, you go for the forgotten lore, those deep cuts that, like, make you think, oh, wow, I remember this part. Like, I, 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 I loved watching The Last Dance. I loved watching The Nets with Keith Van Horn. You know, I loved watching the Celtics. I'm sure one of your favorite Celtics jerseys is probably going to be like Antoine Walker or something like that.
1: I actually wanted, I was wanting to customize or do a throwback of a Lynn Bias. I think that'd be sick.
0: But so, (laughs) you know what I mean? So like uh, that, that, that deep cut mixed with the iconic status of the team and player itself, I think makes the Chicago script, young Michael Jordan era, Chicago Bulls jersey. The coolest of all time.
1: Yeah, I agree. I can agree on that. But you know what? It's not up to us. It's not up up to to the people. It's up to America.
0: Uh, America, our 50 to 60 listeners, sound off. What are your favorite jerseys of all time? And sound off on why Sammy wants to wear a polo as a jersey, I, there's a lot to dig into here. Tiger um, Woods, I love yeah. you, baby. I got 20 on you this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is going to be one of those rare episodes where I think the stakes emotionally for us were a little bit higher in the undercards than in our title <laughs> fight. Um. So uh, I know, listen, Sammy, I'm taking this NFL season seriously because I think this is the first time in my life that I am poised to actually win a fantasy football season. How's your
1: fantasy looking so far?
0: I only have one loss. Um, oh, you suck! My, <sighs> I hate you. Uh, I've been on a losing streak. So I'm like, I'm invested in this football season purely for fantasy reasons. My Giants are, you know, if I'm being honest, we're the Dolphins of last year. We're building a culture, and I'm pleased to see where we're going. But I know that we're probably not going to make the playoffs.
1: But- I mean, I have no room to talk because New England sucks right now. We're below 500 for the first time, and God knows when. Sammy, I, I I I gotta
0: be concerned for you guys, man. By the way, like just as a side thing, you really let the Jets push you around for three and a half quarters?
1: Yeah, if I had to, I'm definitely. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Everyone's like, oh, wow, like uh, that was a close game. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of want to tank to get Trevor Lawrence because no way Trevor wants to go to New York.
0: At this rate, I don't think that he uh, – I don't think that the Jets are going to let go of that last spot in that top pick. At this rate, I don't even think he leaves college. I think
1: he stays for you one think, more you, year.
0: You, you think that that's real?
1: Yeah, I think he okay. stays for one more. That, 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 There's that, no way he goes to New York.
0: That 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 can be a that can be a, a topic for another grudge match. But so yeah, th- yeah. th- th- this brings us into you know a nice calm title card fight. We're just going to be discussing uh, uh division winners um going into these playoffs based off of how they've how how teams have been performing through week nine. Um, we're just going to run through the AFC uh North South East West. Same thing for the NFC. Um, I think most likely the playoff is starting to clear up a bit so I don't think we'll disagree too too much um but let, let's 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 see um if we agree I, it's because
1: it's unanimous <laughs> I do have some
0: thoughts um so far Sammy uh, why, why don't you go ahead and get us started
1: okay so I'm gonna first start with we're gonna start with the American uh the AFC we're gonna start. Right there, and we're gonna start with our lovely uh, my division actually the AFC East. I'm already telling you right off the bat, I don't think New England wins that division. Buffalo is up right now. They're seven and two. Miami's five and three. New England's three and five, and obviously the Jets are zero and nine. But we don't like talking about the Jets. So moving forward, I believe Buffalo Buffalo can clinch this division. There's I I don't think – Miami's getting they're, – they're starting to get their rhythm, but I deep down believe Buffalo is running the, the AFC East.
0: I will say this. Um, Miami's fun, and I think that people tend to overreact to fun. But let's calm down. Tua's a rookie, and while Brian Flores is a good coach, Buffalo is just a better all-around team. Let's not get caught up in fun. I'm, you know, lockstep for now. Yeah. Now, um, granted
1: – Miami is on a four-game winning streak. I mean, that's...
0: That's that's hot. That's fine, but, like, I've heard this before, and I'm going to say it again. I don't know if Tua is seasoned enough yet. I understand he has pinpoint accuracy, a whole lot more mobility than we thought he was going to have coming in. I'm not nearly as scared uh, physically for him as I was. He looked physically great, but, you know winter months are coming and for a team that d- has little to no running game that's going to rely on the accuracy of their passer and the hands of their receivers come wintertime, i don't know if i trust miami as much compared to a bills team that no i mean josh allen is he he's playing pretty good
1: he's playing pretty solid and you know? he had a low
0: I, I, he had a low yeah
1: but he'll be yeah, back yeah he had a low but i, I mean two two is playing good. if Tua can be consistent uh, I'm not going to say that they're going to win the division, but I could say they can get Buffalo win run for their money. I put Mi- money on them. <laughs> Miami has a if future. I'm, if I'm a gambling man.
0: Miami has a future. I place their win total at like 9, 10 wins. Buffalo is going to be at like 11, 12. Yeah, they'll push. I, they'll yeah, push, but
1: they'll, they'll you push. know, the wall will come. Um, you know, I'll, I'll put a parlay on that we can We'll. i'll put another benny honda dinner up for that all right yeah okay well so, yeah you're just saying that because now i got a job <laughs> all right so now we are moving on to the afc north um uh, i'm this gonna be brutally, listen uh my boy big dick joe i'm still riding with you
0: ride or die baby oh my uh- god <laughs> sammy please don't i want to take this seriously please don't, okay don't, don't right, do well. this i, I really want to take this seriously please Oh, oh my well, god, don't do uh, this.
1: No, I'm I'm not gonna I will Sammy. I unfortunately will not be doing this. Uh, Pittsburgh, congratulations. You're gonna win the you're gonna win the North. I think they, they will lose to Baltimore when they when Baltimore goes to Pittsburgh. I think that'll be a shocking like oh like Pittsburgh's on a winning streak. I think Baltimore goes in there, it delivers a W. But other than that, I see Pittsburgh it Okay, well here's a question. Do you see from pittsburgh's record do you think they can go undefeated this year no no yeah same
0: no uh for me uh baltimore wins this division still
1: whoa whoa you know i remember you saying you were wanting to lie before this take to make this interesting but i didn't know you were gonna make up that big of a lie no 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 no, (laughs) no, no, no,
0: no, no. look let's let's look at schedule real quick you're you're giving the ravens uh their uh uh, November 26th matchup against the Steelers, right? You're giving yeah. them that. That is the only matchup that they are most likely going to lose throughout the rest of this schedule. Think, think about this. Remember how I told you about Miami's uh, o- offense and how unreliable passing becomes in the winter months as you go to, like, northern stadiums without domes and stuff? Once you start playing in snow, that ball becomes extra slick coming out and into the hands. So you're going to be yeah. running a whole lot. You're going to be playing defense a whole lot. Pittsburgh. I don't trust James Conner. I do like their defense, but of the two quarterbacks, Lamar is like he's not. He's underperforming where we put him coming into this year, but he's certainly still outperforming Ben Roethlisberger. Let's not kid ourselves, especially I've never in the been winter months. Lamar guy. Honestly. Lamar. No, 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 no. I, I, I like. I don't think that he's a top-two quarterback in the league like most people thought. Like, I came out of last year saying my top-two quarterbacks in this league are Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson. And everyone else has something beatable about them, right? But Big Ben, there is no way in hell that the Steelers should have let the Cowboys come that close to beating them. And if you're a real team that aims to go undefeated for an entire season, you don't just win games. You need to have the mentality that you are coming out on the field to step on another team's throats. And I think the Ravens are the better team to do that with. You, sm- you um, smell I bad? Think Juju that, Juju? The- smells like a bet <laughs> to me. <laughs> and I think that this catches the Ravens up. I'll make a prop bet with you. All right. Okay. okay. All
1: right. All right, bet. Bet, homie. Bet, homie. Bet.
0: Bet homie, bet. Homie, bet.
1: All right, bet homie. Um, All right we'll, we'll figure that out later. But you know, for now, let's move on to the AFC South. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you; have not really been paying that much
0: attention to this division. Dude, it's Tennessee. Um, Indiana knows how to win, but they win ugly. Uh, uh Ryan Tannehill is a top ten quarterback in this league. Mark my words.
1: If I, uh, but I, there, here's one thing I will say: If you would have told me that Houston would be below five hundred. Going into the season, I would have said, yeah, right, no way. No,
0: no, 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 no. Houston has been treading water for four years. They have been treading water off of the talent (sighs) of their offense, and that alone. J.J. Watt is basically an XXL skeleton walking, and Bill O'Brien hamstrung them. Um, As soon as he let New Hopkins go, there is no way in my mind, that Houston challenges the, the 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 underrated might of both Tennessee and Indiana. Derrick Henry is a top five running back in this league. Um, Ryan Tannehill was, even coming out of last year, a decent game manager. Vrabel is a brilliant defensive coach. Indiana has a brilliant offensive line. A brilliant running scheme. And, as mistake-prone as Phillip Rivers has been, if you give him time in the pocket, he can deliver. So... Uh, Houston just has more psychological problems than those two teams. And it's not sexy. uh, Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. And the Colts have a chance to give a run for their money because they
0: face the Titans um, Thursday. I mean, for me, the Titans are two games ahead. And the Colts, while they can win ugly, I don't think that they're explosive enough to beat the Titans. The Titans receiving core is one of the more underrated in the league. Um, A.G. Brown, Corey Davis, uh, especially in fantasy production, has been a top 20 receiver uh, through nine weeks. Uh, Jonu Smith, as talented as Jonu Smith is as a receiver, there's a reason why they're using him to block. Yeah. And you have a very underrated tight end threat on the line and through the air. So I don't think Indiana catches up to Tennessee. If there's uh, going to be, be an
1: upset... I I would put I would put Indianapolis in there if I had to put in an upset. Really? Off, yeah.
0: You're if you're taking put, you're taking Indianapolis over Tennessee over Baltimore over uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because I mean I'm looking do at you, it. Do you want to make mean, that the to,
0: do you, do you want to make that our grand prop bet?
1: Yeah, let's do that. I'm down for that.
0: Okay, cool. We'll make that yeah. we'll, we'll do okay. that. It'll be like right. a. It'll be a. It'll be like a Lakers Brooklyn Nets Finals thing. Deal.
1: Yeah. I can. All right. Deal. Yeah. All right. all right. Deal. Okay. Now moving on to the last division in the AFC. Is we can skip the West. this, right? Yeah. Yeah. We can skip, skip this, this, right? Yeah. Like, yeah I, 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 so Kansas City. Kansas City's freaking win. I, mean, I don't even I, know why they lost to Las Vegas. I mean, I, props to Vegas winning that
0: game, but. No. Uh. This. This. Is what. This is what it is. And I said this. Uh. Last week, I think. Jay Gruden's Raiders can lose to any team in the league, but they can also beat any team in the league with how potentially explosive their offense can be. So depending on how comfortable they are, depending on how well Josh Jacobs runs the ball, and if the chemistry between uh, uh, Derek Carr and Darren Waller is, they can win any game in the league. So I the, the Raiders are a volatile pick. Um, but you know they they've proven themselves to be an exciting team in the mold of a Miami, right? But yeah. you know, no way in hell it's it's Kansas City. Kansas City well, is my Super Bowl winner. By the way, speaking of which, um, um for twenty twenty one, yeah, there's no team. There, every every other team has a flaw except for Kansas City.
1: Yeah, I. I would, I think it's gonna be honestly I wouldn't be shocked if it was Seattle versus Kansas City but we'll save that discussion for another we'll, day.
0: We'll 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 go to we'll we'll go okay. to that. So okay, but continuing like I said, with- yeah, I, I I think we're pretty much in lockstep except for that little uh, gentleman's prop bet that we have going on. Uh, let, let let's yeah. let's move on to the NFC. Uh, what you got? Uh, hold on, before I continue, do you do you have a gambling problem? Me? No. Uh, <laughs> you You have a problem talking to me about gambling uh because for me uh, you know what i don't have a gambling problem but i do have a problem in assisting you with your gambling problem Uh,
1: well yeah (laughs) i I, I could definitely tell you know my company's like hey we should definitely hire him back so we can get out get him out of these prop bets i (laughs) shouldn't be i shouldn't be aiding and abetting
0: this this is ridiculous well Um,
1: with that being said with seattle and um I want to continue with the with the NFC now, but with the NFC West first because I think we can both agree our takes early on several episodes ago did not age well. No, like you you said San Francisco, I said Cincinnati. They're now, both in last place
0: in the <laughs> now. Now keep in mind, keep in mind the context of of uh, uh, of that bet, which last place team is most likely to uh, make the playoffs. And San Francisco is just under 500. The Bengals are in the basement. Sammy, don't, don't, not, not, nope, stop nope, with all this nope, we shit. No, nope, no, nope, no, not nope, with all this we shit. Nope, 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 nope. not with nope. all this we shit. <laughs> That's not, no, 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 okay, no, no. Well, okay, well, we're
1: continuing on with uh, the NFC West with Seattle, Arizona, the Rams, and 49ers. Uh, so here's a funny one. Their streak all after last—they all lost last week.
0: Which, uh, I think—listen, the NFC West is the best division in football. It simply is. And it was running away with that title prior to Week 9. But Week 9, eventually things regressed to the mean— Except for that, that uh that eighteen and one Patriot season, you don't get teams that are that dominant in the regular season, right? Like eventually Russell Wilson was going to make a mistake, because that's how humans work. Eventually Kyler Murray wouldn't be able to bail out Arizona um as their defense failed. Right? So I don't fault well, them for that. This is still the strongest division in football, and for me, I think this might be up there for one of my uh, upset front runners. I think that Arizona has a legitimate shot um, to. That's take right, this Kyler.
1: Option. Boys in fantasy, Kyler Murray. Let's go, baby. Um, uh, I I honestly think Seattle takes the W in this division. I wouldn't be shocked if Arizona. Well, actually, I would be shocked. If Arizona came back, but I wouldn't be shocked. Arizona's
0: good. My question to you is, outside of the passing game, because it's Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, what does Seattle do better than Arizona?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't know if you already have an answer for it, but my own answer is I feel like they have way more
0: experience. Like, Russell Wilson's
1: way more experience than Kyler Murray.
0: That's true, but, you know, Eventually, you have to get somewhere. Like uh, Patrick Mahomes. Like I'm not gonna compare Kyler Murray to Patrick Mahomes, but every quarterback gets started somewhere, right? And Pete. Car- At least he's starting Pete in the Carroll, toughest division. I. That's true, but like you know, Pete Carroll's teams have always been defensive juggernauts. So that, I think, Seattle remains to be seen whether or not they can win without Russell Wilson's help, right? Because let's be honest, without Russell Wilson there, this team is sub-500. Yeah, right?
1: Russell, well, Russell Wilson is a beast. He's a monster.
0: He's a beast. But in the same way that he helps them, to a lesser degree, Kyler Murray is also there. To a lesser degree, I said, to a lesser degree. Him and DeAndre Hopkins are...
1: Um, i And give a
0: case that. And, 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 and Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins actually haven't had... As much chemistry as advertised, shockingly, a lot of uh, Arizona's offense comes from Kyler Murray rushing, and the fact that he simply can't be touched. So he's similar to Russell Wilson in that skill set. So, I, I I think it's a toss up to me. I think it's 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 closer than uh, I think it's it sits somewhere in between odds wise, um, between Indianapolis overtaking uh Tennessee and and Baltimore taking over Pittsburgh. It's somewhere in the middle of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Arizona would come back, but I would be shocked. They I mean Seattle is very tough. So I mean obviously, so that's a good pick, you know, the upset. Um I if I had to take an upset well, we'll continue on and I'll like make my final decision on what sure, an upset in sure. the division is. But moving on to the NFC South, New Orleans, you got Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Is this your upset Carolina. pick? I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I don't think Tampa Bay comes back. Really? Me being a season ticket holder, me loving my boy Tom Brady. Tom Brady, I love you, baby. Um. New Orleans is so freaking good. That that game I just so, saw the other night in Tampa Bay. What do you th- say? That was a statement then, game. Uh, that was a statement game of New Orleans. You know, obviously, awful, they faced each other loss. in game one. Oh, it, that loss doesn't even define it. That was a murder that happened Sunday night. So that's what and
0: I mean. Right? Unless unless they mean? can no. come
1: back. I got to look at New Orleans' schedule again. Let me look at it. But I... I lost a if, lot of trust in Tampa Bay. Yeah, after, after Sunday night's game, it's... Because let's put it this way. I think... I, I do think 100% Tampa Bay does make the... Playoffs, they make the wild card. But they're going to have to go through Philadelphia, then New Orleans, then Seattle, just to go to the
0: Super Bowl. They ain't making that.
1: They ain't winning that.
0: Well, so uh from my looking at their schedule, the Buccaneers have two very losable games, at least. Um, they have the Rams and they have the Chiefs. And, you know, say what you want about the Rams but Sean McVay knows how to coach and he knows situational football. And for whatever reason, I'm not going to crap on Tom Brady. He has been kicking ass this season and has obviously benefited from, you know, actual weapons uh, in his receiving core. But the coaching in Tampa Bay detracts so much from what they can be. Um... That I don't think that they can really, really uh, overtake the Saints at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I had to pick an upset, it'd probably be this division. But I'm not. I'm honestly not even putting a bet on that one. I'm not even touching that. Not even looking at the Vegas odds for it. But so, I think New Orleans, New Orleans is locking it in the pocket.
0: I mean, the Saints will lose one game this season. Uh, going forward if they lose any at all and that's going to be the kansas city the the other you know who else they play they play uh, the the depleted 40, by. they 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 play the yeah they play the deplete the, the, the they play the depleted 49ers falcons broncos falcons yeah. again eagles chiefs vikings and panthers they're only yeah. going to lose one of those games
1: and that's why that Sunday night I was like talking to my dad on the phone about, it, and I'm just like, this is a must-win game for Tampa. They have to win this game, and, and they, they, they got blew drugged. it. They, they crapped the bed. They crapped the bed. They got drunk. Yeah,
0: and 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 I think like New Orleans also exposed a lot of weaknesses that a lot of teams can now exploit, because yeah. if like imagine imagine this, if that's if that's a Patriots team that gets beaten that bad, you know Bill Belichick will be able to. You know, rejigger um, his defense to better, you know, account for something like that, right? Yeah. To fix those yeah. holes in the middle, but teams now know how to exploit those holes, and I don't think Bruce Arians is the guy to lead a culture of winning enough to where they can adjust as well. So yeah, I, I think this 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 capped their ceiling. This is a demoralizing loss for them. Um, oh, it was
1: a murder so in Tampa.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's so polish this off. On. Yeah, Last two. Uh,
1: so the, the NFC North you got the Green Bay Packers. You got the Chicago Bears, Minnesota, Detroit. We can skip uh, this too, right? I I, I want to talk about the East. Uh, I, I, we can skip the North. Yeah, we'll skip the North, but let's go to the, I, I want to talk about the East for like a hot second. Yes, we so, can. Yes, we can I mean, baby. Ooh. So the Giants are in fourth place right now, behind Alice. That's and fine. Then, yeah. And, um, <laughs> <It's> fine. <laughs> That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I can't continue with this division. That's fine.
0: That's fine. Because guess you what?
1: genuinely believe
0: what? Until 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 we are mathematically ruled out, I do genuinely believe. Oh
1: my god, this is something uh, you want. Everyone, if you want a comedy routine, just watch the NFC East.
0: <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, Giants have, you know, they have beat, they have winnable games, right? Um, their defense has started to lock in. They have. In in, in in replacing Saquon Barkley, they'll never replace Saquon Barkley like since he's gone. But their running back core, they found uh uh they 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 found really gaping holes in a lot of really good defensive teams. Um, so I think that the Giants can beat the Eagles. I think the Giants can beat the Bengals. Um, and as ridiculous as it is, I think that the Giants' secondary and pass rush can give the Seahawks some problems. Okay.
1: Oh, my
0: gosh. Now, 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 I think that we can beat the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are beatable. The Cardinals are, like, for me, a very up-jumped Raiders sort of franchise. The Cowboys are obviously beatable, especially now. Who are they starting at quarterback? Uh, Some Italian uh, dude. <laughs> I, I have no clue. They're, they're 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 starting former James Madison University stud Ben denucci but the Giants can definitely take him out. Um, and as the Giants are getting more disciplined, I think that the Browns can be set in our sights. Uh, so uh, right now the Giants are sitting at least eight so and eight you- or seven and nine.
1: So you believe that they can win the you believe they can win the NFC East.
0: I think they can win the NFC East. Do I smell Ooh. another parlay happening? They w- right. okay, listen, they they win the tiebreaker versus the uh versus the Redskins. I think that they they'll definitely out-record the Cowboys and then all that's left is the Eagles. And the Eagles are all in the hospital wing. Uh So I don't think that the Eagles are uh, infallible. Not in the East. Not anymore. Um, So after us, they have the Browns. Very losable. They have the Seahawks. They're going to lose. They have the Packers, the Saints, and the Cardinals. I don't think that the Eagles' defense is as good as the Giants'. And without their regular receiving core... The Eagles just don't have that explosion.
1: They don't have that Genizikwa. Yeah. Okay. Well, th- that's a comedy routine I definitely want to end oh, on right there. Oh! But I would love to hear everyone else's takes on who would win
0: the divisions. in I don't care about the other divisions. Um, why are the Giants the best team in the NFC? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. Tell do, me.
1: Do, do, do you people really think the Giants can win the division? Tell me that and tell me why. Tell me
0: why. Tell me why Daniel Jones is the best quarterback in the NFC East.
1: Oh God, ooh. I'm going to bet on that note. That is like it's one o'clock in the morning. Ooh, it, ooh. No, it, he's talking about ooh, Danny ooh. Dick over here. Ooh, ooh. No, I am ending on that note. Ooh. I'm gonna sleep like a little baby ooh. tonight. I, I, I. Yeah. Well. It, Yeah, I used to be a singer, too. People ask how that went. I said, well, what do you think I'm doing now? I'm selling timeshare.
0: Giants rise above.
1: Damn, that was beautiful. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Just like the Giants Uh, postseason.
1: Okay, you know what? That was not beautiful. That was yeah. You need to sing. You need to sing our theme song or
0: something. Uh. Grudge match. Oh my god! All right, sound off on why the Giants are the best team in the NFC East. This has been Grudge Match episode ten. Whoop whoop. <laughs>